The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Okay, good evening everybody. Uh, I'd like to welcome you all here to the Monday night meditation session. Um, we're here at the BSV, the Buddha Loka Center in Malvern East. Uh, myself, Ajahn Sadaro, and I have uh, two very, very reliable AV geniuses with me at the moment that are facilitating uh, uh, this simultaneous YouTube stream, plus also a Zoom, uh, there's an online Zoom session as well. If anybody would like to, that is listening on YouTube and they would like to uh, uh, jump into the Zoom room as well, you can uh, you can uh, you can actually sort of see me tonight, and you can um, uh, you know sort of be a part of the community. There's a, there's a fair few people on there at the moment. I can't really count how many, but there seems like a a decent amount there. So if you if you'd like to yeah if you'd like to if you'd like to uh, pop over there as well, you're more than welcome. Um, uh, a few sort of housekeeping kind of things, as 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 the Per usual at the moment, you're obviously still in lockdown, so all our teachings are uh, remaining online at the moment. Uh, the Sunday talk, the Monday meditation, obviously. Um, so yeah, just uh, sign up to the newsletter, keep updated, uh, and we'll you know, sort of we'll keep rolling with the punches, and we'll keep uh, uh, ever ever expanding our our te technological abilities and having more options there for you. So uh, so there's there's uh, there's a lot of people working hard behind the scenes uh, with this. So this is quite nice. Um, other than that, uh, anything else or no? Okay. Well, if there's nothing else, uh, also you can, um, if you have any questions, you're, if you're, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can, you're more than welcome to put the questions in the chat. Uh, we'll sit for a little while, and then um, after that, after we, before we finish up, I'll, I'll answer some questions. Uh, and likewise with Zoom, um, the, the nice thing about Zoom is that if you... Uh, jump into the Zoom room and you want to ask me a question, you can just sort of turn your microphone on and ask me the question, it's a bit easier. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions tonight, sort of yeah, prepare them, prepare them for the next for the next 30 seconds, think maybe what that is, and then, then we'll put the questions down and, and think about them later. So we'll start the meditation now. Just try to find a comfortable seat, however you're sitting, whether you're sitting on the floor or sitting on a chair. Doesn't really matter. But one thing that it is good to try to do is, even if you are sitting on a chair, to try to keep the back nice and straight Uh, it's also a good idea as well um, if you're uh, you know watching this on a laptop or something uh, you know turn your notifications off as a, and also if you're got the phone handy it's good to actually like put the phone as far away as possible but obviously if you're watching on the phone we'll you know, 
it's best to turn the notifications off to have as little distractions as possible. We can just start the meditation by, as we're putting down our phones and all these kinds of uh, uh, devices, we should also make the determination that you know, any concerns, any worries, uh, any plans about tomorrow or things that will be coming up, it's good to just put these down for the time being. It's the time that you actually get to practice meditation. It's very precious, so try to make the most of it. also make the determination that we'll try our best to keep our mind in the present moment and if it does wander off to the future or back into the past that we won't get too overly concerned about it we just realize that this is the way that the mind is and accept that this is the way that the mind is and our only job is to just continue to start again anew. So for now, we can start to bring our attention to the feeling of our body sitting here, resting here. You feel the weight of your body as it sinks into the chair or the seat. You can feel those more coarse sensations, the feeling of your legs crossed, or the feeling of your feet on the ground, or your hands touching your knees. Again, what you're trying to do is pull your mind into the present. And establish that you know, this is the time that you're sitting here meditating. You can pay closer attention to the sensations, sensations throughout the body. Noticing any pressure, any vibration, any tingling. And you can just scan your awareness up and down the length of your body from the soles of your feet. Move your awareness up through your body like, like you would a spotlight shining it across a field. Move your attention through your body and take note of the different sensations that are there. 
And importantly, whatever sensations you do notice, try not to judge them as either pleasant or painful, good or bad. Just observe them arise, change, and then eventually pass away. So just spend the next few minutes scanning your attention up and down the length of the body, observing the sensations arise and pass.
as you move your attention through your body, you do notice any tension or strain or stress. Just try to relax those areas. Maybe your shoulders feel tight or areas around your jaw and your face. And also, if you move through your body, your attention through your body, you notice that anything is painful or uncomfortable or just try to be as equanimous as you can with those sensations. Our natural inclination is to move as soon as we have some kind of painful feeling. Just attempt to not give in and change your position straight away. Try to push through the pain just a little bit. Obviously, if it gets too intense, then you can move. But just try to develop this equanimity with the painful sensations or uncomfortable sensations. And as we observe these sensations, we can also start to become aware of the sensations that are associated with our breath. You can feel the breath move throughout the body, through the torso and the chest, and at the tip of the nose. Just try to be aware of this flux and flow and sensations of the breath and the sensations that are coursing throughout your body. Try to keep your attention very broad and receptive and just notice this as a whole process. The breath and the sensations and how they all move and flow together.
notice the feeling how the breath moves and permeates throughout your body. You can not only notice the breath at the tip of the nose or in the chest or in the abdomen, but if you can become still and concentrated enough, you can start to notice it in many other places in the body. You can start in some of these larger areas where it is more prominent. You can look in the back. And just notice how the breath feels coursing throughout your back area, sensations of it expanding and contracting. And you can notice other places like your throat and your neck as the breath moves through. Now the breath seems to seep in to every point throughout your throat and your neck. And you can move down and notice how your shoulders and your arms are impacted by the breath. They rise and fall and move and pulse. And even down through your arms, if you become very aware and refined, you can start to notice the breath moving throughout your arms and down your fingertips as your body expands and contracts as a whole with the breath. Just try to stay anchored on this process of the breath coming in and going out, but as you do so, move your awareness throughout your body and try to notice how the breath impacts every single part of your body.
Try to breathe in and breathe out the whole body. Feel it as a continuous flow that courses throughout and permeates every square millimeter of the body. It's like if you were in the ocean with the water up over your head and you could feel the movement and the pulse of the waves coming in and going out and the movement of the water all around you Try to notice the breath like this. Like the ever-encompassing tide and the flow of water all around you. Allow yourself to be rocked and moved by that flow.
last few minutes of the meditation, just cast your mind back over the course of the day and try to recollect all the things that you've done today. Try to recollect the conversations that you've had and the actions that you've done. Try to recollect these instances you've had throughout the day through the lens of morality Try to think, was there any aspect of my day that I didn't uphold so well? And also think of the many, many other instances where you did keep a good moral standard Think about your interactions throughout the day and, and think, did I physically harm anybody today? And did I take anything today that wasn't mine? whether that be a big thing or a small thing. Try to be very circumspect and recollect all your actions. Think of your speech throughout the day. Was there any instances where you weren't truthful? Were you may engaged in slander or frivolous talk or gossip? Think about the interpersonal relationships you had throughout the day. Were they wholesome and upright? Or was there any cause for any kind of intoxications?
as you go through these different situations that you've been in throughout the day, you'll likely notice those many of those attributes that I mentioned that you didn't fall into. And just try to recollect how much of a force of good this was today for your own mind and for the people that you came in contact with. You didn't deceive or take anything from them or harm them in any way. You made the people around you, you made their life a little bit better today. You didn't cause them suffering. You contributed to their well-being. And just think how this can affect those people and how they interact with the world. And so realize through this day that you spent upholding some form of ethical conduct that in some way that you have made the world a little bit better. There's so many other counterexamples to this, people that not that are not keeping a good moral standing or ethical conduct. And these are the people that little by little darken the world. But today, through your active acts of morality, you've made the world a bit better you've been this is a true source of kindness and compassion on your behalf that you didn't inflict any harm upon anybody else you contributed to their well-being And this is something we can continually recollect every day at the end of the day. Think about our speech and actions and if we've acted in line with the ethical standard that we've decided to uphold for ourselves. 
and feel grateful that we can do this thing that impacts other people's lives positively. And while it may not seem like much, the effects of how this ripples out around you, to the people that you come in contact with, Things actually far beyond what you can know. So anytime you are maybe feeling down in some way, this is something we can think of, we can think about our own morality and the actual good that we're contributing to the world. This can uplift us. Hopefully you all had a nice, calming sit. Um, has anybody got any questions? Again, if anybody's on Zoom, just sort of put your hand up or something if you want to ask a question in person. Um, is there any questions in the chat or anything like that? Or? Ajahn, we've got nothing from the... Um the YouTube live stream chat mm. Mm. as yet. But, um, if anyone from the YouTube, from the Zoom audience would like to ask a question, please raise your hand, use the Zoom uh, raise hand function. Mm. Anybody raising their hand? I can't see. <laughs> so what we did towards the end of the meditation there, it's actually, um, it's actually uh, 
No, very, uh, very commonly practiced, um, but it is one of the uh, techniques that the Buddha did actually recommend for us to do uh, a different kind of method of meditation that we can do, and that's uh, that's something called we call it sila nusati, where you recollect the 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 sila that you and the morality that you actually that you're upholding, and you sort of uh, you can recollect the. The, the goodness that you're actually trying to that you're trying to achieve throughout the day and the good things that you've actually done and this is actually it's a, it can actually be quite a good way to really uplift our mind when we're you know when things aren't maybe aren't going so well um, or we we just feel like we need some kind of lift in some way you know recollecting our our seal or our morality it's actually quite a uh, quite a good and uplifting thing to do. And it's also it's also a very good thing to do in in trying to be very circumspect with with everything that we've done throughout the day as well of you know looking at any kind of areas where we might be uh, you know might might be limited in some way or we may have made some you know minor slip ups we might have you know we might have you know we might have told told a little white lie uh, here or there just to just to you know, uh, make a make a social interaction go a little bit more easier, or we may have, or we may have uh, uh, grabbed something of somebody's and just thinking, ah, oh, they won't mind if I if I grab this, or you know, you know, nobody's at the office at the moment, but you know, most people you know, grab pens and all these kinds of things from um, you know, from their place of work or whatever. So we can sort of look back throughout our actions that we've done throughout the day and actually just see, well, you know, is there anywhere where I can actually improve, um, and not look at it in terms of, not look at it in terms of, well, I failed today, I did this. It's not looking at it like that, but more looking at it as like, okay, well, that's an area where you know I can I can still improve, um, um, and recollecting these things is quite good because then you. Um, uh, not to compare yourself to anybody, but um, you can just sort of see that there's so many other people in the world that aren't really keeping uh, 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 morality or 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 they're, they're they're limited in some kind of ways from an ethical standpoint, and and the, you know anytime somebody does do something that is unwholesome and is you know drawing the ethical line. You know, this is making the world a little bit worse of a place. But with every good action and all good speech that you actually have, this is you know making the world a, a little bit better place every time that you do something, and it is actually affecting the people around you quite quite positively. Any questions yet? Ajahn, there's a couple of questions that have come on from yep. YouTube. Yep. Our first question here is: uh, When I'm restless during meditation, I'm angry about myself mm. and adding ill will. Please mm. advise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, usually, if you know the, uh, I'm just sort of extrapolating on what I think maybe this is about. Is that usually we feel like anger or ill will um, when we're meditating and we become restless because we think, oh, the meditation's not working in some way, or, or that you know I, you know, I'm not cut out for this. I can't, you know, I can't do this. I want peace in my mind, and the peace isn't there. So you become become frustrated with that process because you've become restless um, and you know it's just sort of like a, a, a vicious feedback loop of, loop of uh, I become more restless I get angry because I'm restless and you just it just gets worse and worse and worse um, so 
The thing, something that I uh, try to remind people quite often is, is that uh, most of the time we think that uh, when, we, when our mind is calm and peaceful and happy and joyous and all these kinds of things that this is, you know, meditation is really, really good at that time and this is what we're trying to do. This is, the, this is, what, we're, this is what all the hard work's for. This is what we're trying to develop. Um, and while that is, that is true to some extent, uh, the way you're really actually uh, doing the work of meditation and when you're succeeding in meditation it is those times where you actually notice that your mind has wandered off and that your mind has wandered into this or sort of slipped into this stream of, of frustration um, or slipped into this stream of, 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 of random thoughts. When you notice that that is actually happening, that's that's what you're meant to be doing. This is the thing that, you know, this is the skill that you're actually trying to develop. So every time you do notice that, most of the time we notice, oh, my mind's wandered off, I'm restless, uh, I can't do this, we feel negative in that time. But that that's actually that time where you do notice that you're restless and you have wandered off this is the thing that you're meant to be doing so it's 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 actually uh, uh, uh it's actually more a source it should be more a source of encouragement it's like oh great i noticed that it had wandered off i'm restless it's wandered off i'm okay i'm i'm angry i i've noticed this thing i've i've um and okay i'll try to come back to the present and you try to come back and you know Two breaths later, it's gone again, and you're angry again, and you know. And it's like, but it's 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 so much better than just like spiraling with your anger and frustration. Um, again, if you think of so many other people in the world that don't practice any kind of meditation, once they get angry and or they're ang angry and frustrated about something that's happening in their own mind, they've got no recourse to actually pull that back. So at least what you actually have through a practice like meditation and what you're actually doing now is that you're you're noticing this and you're in some kind of way you're 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 you're, you're pulling the reins on this wild horse to some extent even though the wild horse might just keep like racing and it's pretty strong and it's hard for you to actually pull the thing back at least you've got some control there and you if you just keep continuing to try to do it the you know the uh, like the anger and the frustration. It'll get a lot less. You know, you know, you know the the, the sort of the wild horse that you're pulling out. It'll eventually get tired. So, uh, you know, don't let the horse like buck you off and go. I've had enough of this. I'm I'm out of here. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to the fridge. I'm gonna go and watch Netflix or whatever. You know, just keep at it, and you know, eventually it will get better. But it's and also just remember as well, it's quite normal to be frustrated and. Um, yeah, when the mind is agitated, that's it's sort of, you know, they go together. Frustration and agitation just go together very well. So, yeah, it's just some, it's just quite normal. So, yeah. Thank you, Ajahn. Here's a question from someone new to the um, Dhamma. If I want to learn or study more about Buddhism, what do you recommend? Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's a few things. There's a few, there's a few things that you can do. Um, uh, you know, one is like studying. You know, studying, you know, reading, reading about Buddhism. Um, it's good to 
uh, it's good to the, the things that you do study. It's good to sort of go back to uh, like the life of the Buddha and the things that actually that the that the actual historical Buddha said. That's a very good uh, that's a that's a very good start. But obviously, you know, try to find it in a in some kind of means where it's it's easy enough for you to understand because some of it can be a bit. Uh, bit dense at the start so just try to uh, start with very simple simple teachings of the buddha um and then also uh, along with that is uh, uh doing practice uh, practicing meditation um and trying to keep some sort of like good you know ethical ethical conduct um uh we talk about yeah, what we did at the end of the meditation talked about the you know what's called the five precepts in buddhism you know, trying to make, trying to make a, you know, a, so just, you know, yeah, how would you say, you know, a, a bit of an ethical sort of like recourse in your life a little bit, and trying to you know, improve these aspects of your morality in some way, and and working on the practices of meditation, and and working with these, you know, the practices that the Buddha recommended to do, watching the breath, um, you know, loving kindness meditation, all these kinds of things, and. Uh, you know, another really good thing to do is, you know, like you're actually doing tonight, you know, try to find a community of people um, that are, you know, that are like-minded and that are, that are practicing as well, that are practicing and studying Buddhism as well. Um, it's, it's so important to be, be like well embedded in a good community of people and have like uh, 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 people that can actually sort of you know help you because it's you know at, at the start with getting into Buddhism it, it's you know it's confusing I've sort of been having this conversation with a lot of people um, lately about how there's you know there's so much information online now uh, there's so many teachers online there's so much uh, you know like Buddhist teachers online so it's um, you know, if you are getting started in, in, in Buddhism, like there's, there's so much there and it can be a little bit overwhelming. So while it's quite natural for you to sort of maybe flitter and, you know, you know find different teachings and all these kinds of things, once, once you do find, once you do find something that you, you find a, say for example, you find a meditation technique that you find makes your mind reasonably calm or calm to an extent, and you find uh, some kind of teacher and community that uh, you, that you seem to at least resonate with, um, that and that seems like rational and reasonable and acceptable for for you. Then you know try to try to stick with that with that for a little while um, until you get like a good foundation. Because if we sort of like jump to many different styles and many different different teachers, we can just sort of get overwhelmed and confused. So. Uh, not to not to say that you have to limit yourself to just one teacher and, and one place, obviously, but it is good to get a, a good basis first with a good community and some kind of good teacher or some kind of good guide, and then you can sort of like branch out a little bit more. But so yeah, if you're new to Buddhism, it's I, I recommend you know looking back really at the teachings, you know the actual teachings of the Buddha. You can't really go wrong with the teachings of the Buddha. There's a lot of I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of like, like you know, ridiculous gifts out there and memes of the, the Buddha said this, and there's a nice lotus flower and a, and a pretty sunset on there, and it's, it's, it's a Buddha quote, and it's like the Buddha didn't really say that. So, you know, try try to try to stick to the actual things that the Buddha actually said uh, from the from the from the Pali Canon and things like that, and some of the good teachers. Um, 
try to stick with that. You can't really go wrong with that. But then also, again, uh, you know, try to try to practice these teachings as well. These teachings are a very uh, uh, they're a practical way for you to live your life. So through practicing meditation and keeping good ethical conduct and again finding a good community with a good teacher so not to say you know you're here tonight and i'm a good teacher or anything like that but it's 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 very good that you're sort of you're doing the the right thing by sort of trying to find a community as well so yeah. thank you Ajahn. there's about seven minutes to go there's about three questions here as well three three more yeah. oh we got we got too many questions tonight <laughs> and, and none from the zoom none from the zoom the zoom sort of you know are they still there Got they got we got the yeah yeah they got like you know, stage fright behind the camera kind of thing there. <laughs> okay, um, question is uh, when should one let a certain mind state be versus trying to nudge the mind in a certain in a certain direction? Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah that's a that's a that's a really good question. Um, it's if you notice that the mind state is unwholesome um you you should attempt attempt in some way to yeah to nudge nudge the mind in a more wholesome in a more wholesome direction so say for example you have a uh, thought of anger come up um and it's sort of repetitive thoughts of anger yeah you can try to nudge the mind by developing something like you know loving kindness or something on top of that um the 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 times where we would just observe the mind and and just you know let the thought go that sort of has to come you know built in built into that actual aspect of of nudging the mind you you sort of before you can nudge the mind you have to first like accept that okay well the mind's in this negative negative state so there is an actual uh detached observation of that and observing it in some way and um uh, and so but you have to do that before you actually nudge the mind so you you you, you have to do both you have to be you know, continually be doing both sometimes uh so if you can just observe the the negative thought that's there and you okay so for example it's anger you see it and you just observe it it's just something it comes and goes great but it has to go. It can't just be something like I'm observing the mind coming and going and it's coming and it's going and it's coming 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 again. This aspect of being sort of non-judgmental and letting these things go, you have to have let it go and it has to stop. So if you're noticing it, you're trying to do that kind of just letting the mind be if it's not stopping, you definitely should be trying to nudge at that point in time. But again, if you can just observe it and it stops, okay, that's good. Then that's then that's over. So, yeah, don't don't fall into the into that sort of trap of uh, well, I'm just going to observe this arise and pass away and and just not do anything about it. Um, you know, if you if you can do that and it does drop away, good. If not, try to give it a bit of a nudge. Hopefully, that answers the question. Yeah. Thank you, Ajahn. Uh, next question here is, how can one deal with the feelings of remorse and self-reproach about one's past words and actions? Recollecting sila is a good idea, but may not help one to overcome remorse. Mm. 
You know, again, it, it depends. It depends what the situation was about. If it was, uh, if it was something that you 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 did do, and you did have, um, that it was something that was uh, to to some ex extent was in your control. You can use this not as a not as a means of remorse, but as a means of okay. Well, this is uh, this is how I fell into doing this more negative action. This is something I have to watch out for. I have to learn from this situation and trying to use it as instead of something that you look back on with like with regret, but looking back on it as something. Well, this is something that I can learn from that I can actually improve myself from. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hard, you know, when you when you do start to regret these things. Um, but the other side of it as well, it actually can be a good um, these these like pangs of regret that you may have when you think you've done something wrong in the past. It can be a good cause for you to you know, sort of make amends for that as well. If it's somebody that's still around um, and you know that you did something wrong to them, it could be the this this feeling of a guilty conscious or a regretful conscious. You, you can use that as the driving force to actually make you, you know, potentially. Uh, yeah, uh, apologize to them or something like that. But if you know, if they're not around as well, um, if they're not around, say for example, it might have been a relative or a friend that's passed away now, and you know did something wrong in the past, kind of thing. You know, they're, they're you know they're really just there isn't too much you can do about that. One thing you can do from this Buddhist perspective is, is you know, in your mind, you try to make you try to forgive one, forgive yourself in your mind, but two. Uh, say, for example, this person's passed away, you can sort of like internally ask them for forgiveness as well. And any kind of uh, uh, good good actions that you actually do, you can uh, spread spread merit to them and spread loving kindness to them um, as a way of, you know, in some way, uh, you're paying back in some way. So, but yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. It like depends on the exact thing that's 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 transpired. Um, there's no sort of clear cut answer, but you know, it can be it can be a good source of you know, sort of you uh, uh, making your behaviour a bit better in the future. One more. There's one more and one minute to go. Yeah. Last question for the night. How should one deal with fear during meditation? Hmm. Mm. We could, uh, can we go over a little bit or yeah okay cool oh, I'll try to yeah because that, that's a, that that can be problematic um, yeah it's you have to be careful you, it's um, I'm prepared to go over with this because you ha you do have to be very careful it can really like go 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 astray um, uh, any kind of fear that does come up you have to know your limits you have to know your limits of what you can deal with with that fear. Um, if it is this like kind of sort of terrible fear that's arising kind of thing, you, you pull back, try to pull back from it, go and change, you know, go and do something else. Um, it, while you're having those kinds of anxious and fearful thoughts at that time, that might not be the best time for you to be doing meditation. Get up, change, go do something else, and then maybe come back a little bit later when you're not feeling as anxious and as fearful. But if if it's a fear that you feel like you can deal with, well, we'll deal with it up to the point that you feel like you can deal with it. Um, 
uh, just say if you're if the level of fear is at a is is at a let's call it an eight an eight out of ten uh, the level of fear you have is an eight out of ten and you feel like well you can face it up to about a say for example like a, a six or something you know just try to face it up to a six don't try to go oh well the fear's coming so I'll just run away from it straight away try to face it up to about a six but if you know that if you hit a seven or an eight like this is this is going like too far and so that you should pull back so if you keep doing that and trying to face the fear just a little bit, but then if you realize it's too much and need to pull back, then that's fine. You know, eventually if your fear is sort of like sitting at an eight, if you keep doing that going from six and then maybe you, you know, do a few sixes and then you get up to a seven every now and again, and eventually you'll be able to get to the eight and it's going to be, it's going to be terrifying and fearful, but uh, you would have built up a bit more strength of mind to actually overcome that at that time and that's when you can start to move past this fear but you know just be uh, in saying all that just be you know just be very careful if if the fear really is overwhelming it's probably not the right time to be doing meditation at that time change go do something else and try to come back to it a little bit later Okay, so if that's the case, we might we might call it a night and really do appreciate everybody uh, tuning in on the multiple mediums uh, in the Zoom and, the, and, and YouTube as well. It's, it's really nice to actually see some people as well. I, I can, you're a bit far away, I don't have glasses on, I can only sort of see a few bright boxes. So you know, I, I, there's, uh, there's some movement in front of me anyway, so that's a nice thing there. That's a nice thing. Um, uh, and again, thanks to the AV geniuses setting up this, uh, facilitating it. Um, it makes it more interactive for us all. So um, uh, people seem to very like it very much. So we do thank you know, th thank the team here and, and everyone else that's uh, contributing and helping out in the BSV. And uh, hope your meditation and your Dharma practice goes well throughout the week. So uh, have a have a good night. Yes, Atul.